Hey wonderful people, welcome to PCP, the Pixel Clicks Podcast. I'm Jordan Pollock, and this week's shirt is brought to you by the PlayStation Experience, who we are not sponsored by. Podcast listeners, remember to follow us on Twitter at PixelClicksPod to see this week's shirt in picture form. But, as always, I am not alone. The director and improv comedian, Sergio Lopez, is here. Two toes on my left foot, and it's all going to go from hell from here. Indeed. And the ambassador for the PC Master Race, Cody Franklin, is here. It's hot as hell, but I don't care. And, unfortunately, the man who does not need an introduction, Shane Carpenter, is not with us this evening. Uh, he he was playing a lot of Just Cause, and he just got, got wrapped up in it, blowing up He's stuff. He's not with us tonight. Just Cause. <laughs> oh! Oh! Uh, when, when Just Cause 2 came out, uh, when I worked at GameStop, it annoyed me to no end when people said, Hey, do you have Just Cause? Yeah, jeez. Just Cause. So yeah, guys, I was at... Uh, the PlayStation PlayStation Experience up in San Francisco. It's a good old time. I was there for for three day well three days, and my my I had my dad drive the entire way because I didn't want to do it. <laughs> it was a good time. Um, so I don't want to spend too much time on it because I've been writing so many articles on everything that I saw at PSX. So please. Go to pixelatedgeek.com and read my articles. Please validate my trip there because <laughs> I am writing so many things. Uh, writing machine. Oh gosh, there's, and there's many more. There's many more things to come. Uh, so I just want to really quick talk about, uh, I guess, like the top five games that I that I played at PSX and I had a really great time with. Starting with Chasm. Now Chasm is a. a 2D Metroidvania game. Uh, it's more in the style of a Castlevania game. So you have like lanterns and stuff. You have a you have a main weapon and then you have a sub weapon. And the, the main crux of this game is that all of the maps are uh, pro- procedurally generated. So no two playthroughs are going to be alike, which is cool. Like so, you'll play through the game once and you'll have an idea of like at least what items you need to progress through the game, but they'll never be in the same place twice. So I really, I really love that idea. Plus, I love Metroidvania games, so there's no way I wasn't going to like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, second one was Severed. Severed is the next game by Drinkbox, the guys who made Guacamelee. Uh, this is a Vita-only game where it's like a mixture of a Fruit Ninja and a d- Dungeon Crawler and Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Okay. <laughs> a little That's, bit of everything. Uh, yeah, that is a lot of things going on. Yeah, so basically it's like uh the the moment to moment gameplay is like you're look you're walking through it's like a dungeon crawler, it's first person, you're just walking, 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 then you come across these enemies, and to fight the enemies you just you know, you swipe on the the screen of the Vita like you're playing Fruit Ninja. So it dep- it does matter like which direction you're attacking because sometimes they have defenses for horizontal slashes or vertical slashes, diagonal stuff, whatever. And then once you fill up your your meter, you get to go into a, like a, a instant cut mode, which dissects enemies. It's kind of like in Revengeance. And then you get to collect their body parts and then you can upgrade yourself. That's re- <laughs> that's, that, that's a really cool game. Um now this is a weird one because I wasn't expecting to like it as much as I did, and that's Battleborn. Uh, 
That's that, the Gearbox one, right? That's that's the Gearbox one that's going to be demolished by Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like everything else is going to be demolished by Overwatch, kind of like Paragon. Oh, God. Paragon's going to die, unfortunately. Sorry, Epic Games. Uh, R.I.P. already. Uh, but yeah, I, was, I actually really enjoyed Battleborn. Um, but yeah, that's gonna. It's not. It's not. It's not gonna stand up against Overwatch because Overwatch feels way more engaging. I'm gonna say uh, the only the the main thing that Battleborn has going for it is that there is actually a single player campaign. Well, there's a there's a campaign in general that you can do single player or multiplayer, which is cool. But then the rest of it, all MOBA. But they're trying. Oh, it's not a MOBA. It's a MOBA. The game is a MOBA. That's that's not. Yeah. Let's not pull hairs here. Uh, but that's really fun. The next game I want to talk about is Strike Vector. Now, earlier this year, at a little event called Press Start Irvine, I found out that I have an inclination to really like uh, space combat games. Because I was playing Elite Dangerous there with the you know the full joystick setup and stuff, and that was super fun. And Strike Vector is like a mixture of Robotech and Star Fox. Oh, you have Whoa. my attention. <laughs> that's, that's some good words you put together. Yeah, uh, yeah. You can actually get Strike Vector right now on on PC. Um, it has generally favorable reviews. It's like a seven out of ten or so. Um, okay, now I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So this is coming. Yeah. To, it's coming to PS4 as Strike Vector EX and. They, Oh god, I really like that game. Uh, so yeah, you get you 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 fly around and you shoot other other jets. It's a multiplayer only sort of thing, uh, and that's that's a lot of fun. Um, if you like space combat stuff, I would say check that game out. Uh, it's third or third or first person. Uh, the next game is Tenertia. Tenertia is a platformer that doesn't have a jump button. So you have to. It's like so. Think about playing Mario, but you can't jump. You can't jump at all. That's so good. what you have to do in that game is um, your little robot boy who has a, a, a rocket arm, and you shoot rockets at the ground and around you to propel yourself through the levels. It's hmm. all about uh, shooting precisely where you want to go to launch yourself correctly and stuff like that. And that that was a lot of fun. How many was that? One. To, oh, that was five. There you go. Five five games. My five favorite games from PSX. Uh, yeah, I've I've like I saw twenty games, guys. Twenty of them uh, that I got to play. So it's a lot of stuff. I'm not going to talk about them all here because I'm writing articles. So please read those. Pixelatedgeek.com. Moving on. Let's move on. Uh, let's move on to the news. Stuff that we missed from last week and this week. Um, apparently, apparently there's a mod for The Witcher 3 that replaces all combat with Gwent. It's the greatest mod ever made. <laughs> how, uh, how does this work? <laughs> I, I haven't checked it out quite yet myself. I just know everyone on Reddit said it was kind of incredible. It's one of those things I'm like, you do, you do really have to like Gwent because... <laughs> After, like, the first ten minutes of the game and, like, ten battles and you're just like, Gwent, Gwent, Gwent. You're just like, no more! Leave me alone! <laughs> but it's one of a lot of really good mods for Witcher 3. It's it's uh, surprisingly uh, well 
back mod wise. Yeah. That's I mean that sounds that sounds interesting at least. I mean <laughs> Yeah, I'll probably have to try it out when I go back just uh because I really surprised really surprised how much I really enjoyed Gwent when I played it. I, I'm not yeah. really a card game kind of person, but that thing just sucked away my soul. <laughs> you see, I said that about myself too, but then I started playing Hearthstone a little bit. Mm-mm. That game. That game's good. It's a that good game. game. Was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I and I know I'd probably like Hearthstone now because yeah. of stuff like went. So I'm just like, stay away. Stay away. <laughs> that game eats your money. Stay away. Well, speaking about uh, staying away from things, there's a game mm. where you have to rapidly baby-proof your house uh, because there's a baby that's trying really hard to kill itself. And it's, it's it's a multiplayer game. What's the game actually called again? Uh, it's loading. Give me a moment. <laughs> yeah. So so basically, you have one person who plays the parent. It's who's called to, Who's Your Daddy? Who's Your Daddy? <laughs> who's Your Daddy? Uh, not to be confused with Daddy by the hit pop Korean artist Psy. Um, so one player plays as the adult who tries to baby-proof everything, while the other player plays as a baby who try who's trying really hard to kill themselves. <laughs> it's, it's really hilarious. To it's watch. a really funny game to watch. You're only allowed to pick the parents are only allowed to pick up one thing at a time, and there's tons of stuff in the kitchen that the you know, the baby can go after. So I was I think I was watching who was it? Um, Donkey and his girlfriend were yeah. playing it. And it was hilarious because, like, he had a – she had a, a fork and so he grabbed the fork. No, baby, no. And then he put the fork down turned around and she already had a hammer. And he's like, hey, what are you doing? And he took the hammer away and by the time he could put the hammer away, she was underneath the sink drinking Drano. <laughs> this should be the uh, – because you know how they had the, the, the classes where you take care of the baby or that egg or whatever in high yeah, school sometimes? Uh, like home ec? Yeah, they should have this there. <laughs> this is how hard it is to keep your yeah. baby alive. Listen, I work with children <laughs> in my pregnant. This yeah. is... <laughs> I work with uh, children at my at my job that I get money from, and that's what I basically do all the time. It's like, hey, get that out of your mouth, kid. What are you doing? And then you plug their nose so they open their mouth so you can get whatever thing they try to swallow down. Uh, it's pretty. It's a pretty intense game. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I saw um, Dunkey. He put up like a, a clips of you know his, his while he was playing it with his girlfriend and a, another person. And the the funniest one was when the the baby took the fork and put it into the to the <laughs> oh yeah the the, the, the outlet. Which, <laughs> that baby it, was extra crispy. Yeah, like it's really awful, but it was so funny. <laughs> oh man! Oh, just the 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 light. Of the dying baby. That's just... the kind of indie game I'm looking Isn't... for. That's the sequel to Dying Light. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is that is the new, the new sequel to Dying Light. It's not the following anymore. It's just Who's Your Daddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes, speaking of Dying Light, Enhanced Edition. Huge updates coming out for Freezies for everyone. Which is cool. Uh, the people at Dying Light are, you know, they're all really nice people. 
I, I got to talk to uh, the lead game designer, Magic Binkowski. <laughs> Stick, stay tuned to pixelatedgeek.com to, to, to read and listen to that interview because that was fun. I'll actually probably try to put it on our podcast feed. That'd, be, that'd probably be cool. Uh, but yes, Dying Light is getting a huge update. They, Dying Light has been getting a lot of updates for free this year. Yeah, they, that's one game that the developers really support. Yeah, and that, this enhanced edition. I mean, it comes with the new expansion pack, every DLC and content update that's come out to date. Yeah, you know, it's just a huge amount of content, totally for free. And that's super cool. And, and let's not forget that the following is coming out soon. Um, and this is one thing that I really like about Techland, at least, where they're like, "Hey guys, so we told you originally that the following is going to be X amount of dollars, but." It got a lot bigger than we thought it would be, so we have to increase the price. We're sorry, but we have to do it. It it just makes sense this way. And I like that they actually came out and said that before putting out the the DLC. Like, surprise! It's more expensive now. But then everyone who already owns the season pass uh, gets it for the price that they've already paid. So that's cool. That's good. I think it's like 20 bucks. Yeah, Uh, it's really cheap. Yeah, um, it's like that's not bad at all. Everybody come up, I wanna jam now. Or you gotta you know, space jam. Right now, space jam. <laughs> I, I lost the words. No, that's okay. <laughs> Desktop protected us from that, copyright. So yeah, so it's better that we don't know the words. I'm just uh, you know just saying it's good when that's my jam when when uh, people when they do stuff like that you know. Yeah, see, that's why a lot of times when when I hear a hit song, I just I just change the lyrics so you can't you can't get in trouble for it. Like that one Gwen Stefani song that, uh huh, that's my stuff. All the girls drop the beat like this. Few times I've been around this place, but I don't want to be around this place. <laughs> I just come just... on in the am and welcome to the dam. Yeah, exactly. Did you know that is a uh, improv training technique where you uh, sing songs and then change the lyrics? Is that is really? Mm-hmm. What well, another thing that I like to do is if someone uh, mentions a song that I've never heard before, I just make up whatever, <laughs> whatever oh, yeah, the lyrics are. Yeah. yeah, it's fun. I, I annoy my friends with that all the time. Uh, anyway, let's talk about Overwatch and how they're fine. They finally came out with saying that all future heroes and maps are freezies. That's fantastic. That's exactly what that game needs cuz you are you're already paying for it to, you know, play it to begin with. It's like what 40 50 bucks. I think so, I don't yeah. know. I think what we need is another free to play game. <laughs> There's way too many free to play games. Yeah. I'm fine. I'm fine with Overwatch being forty bucks to play, uh, sixty bucks for the digital deluxe, or sixty bucks on uh, PS4 and Xbox One. Totally fine with that. Totally cool. I'm, I'm glad uh, that they did come out and finally talk about it because I remember that was a really big point of contention at, yeah. at BlizzCon when they announced that it was going to be pay to play. And they were really beating around the bush about whether they were going to charge for anything. Right. Go we are And so it sounds like I think they made the right decision and, and listened to the community and whatnot and decided, well, maybe we shouldn't rake them over the coals quite that much. I mean, if anything, they should just go with the Diablo model where the base game comes out, everyone has it, cool, whatever. They add updates and stuff to it, but then later down the line, they have a big expansion for it. And that's when you have to, you know, pay more for the expansion. I'm fine with that. 
Yeah. Totally cool with that. It's. I think that's a smarter way of viewing things too, especially yeah. when they want it to become a bit more of a esportsy kind of thing. That yeah, they're clearly kind of pushing that angle. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in Riot's case, they managed to pull it off, and has to them. Yeah. I feel like, in general, releasing new heroes and maps left and right can be hard for developers to balance. Oh, yeah. and and especially in a competitive atmosphere. And as much as we love Blizzard, anyone who's ever tried to play PvP in WoW knows they don't have the best skills at keeping things balanced. So. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> uh, I, I remember being just the paladin back in the day and just wrecking people. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk about something something really quick. Because you mentioned, you know, characters coming out, balancing and all that stuff. Uh, at PSX, uh, Randy Pitchard came out and talked about Battleborn, right? And he said that uh, everyone who plays Battleborn on on PlayStation platforms will get an exclusive character exclusively on uh, PlayStation platforms. And to me, that's saying, hey, let's not make this game balanced. <laughs> yeah, there's no, yeah it's going to be hard to keep that in, in check, especially on the other two. Yeah, platforms like, that there's this whole character that we have to balance everyone else around, but you don't actually get to play with. Yeah, it, that makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> it's probably just going to be I hate timed. exclusivities like that, just yeah. in general. Yeah, that's yeah, uh, yeah that's, it makes no sense. So it's it's got to be timed. It's got to be like, I don't know, a year or something. Even even a year, that's way too long because they want Battleborn to be another esportsy type of game. And if if you have an extra character on one of the platforms, immediately unbalance the entire game. Like that's don't, what you did. All I know is sometimes publishers and developers don't know what they're doing. Right, Crystal Dynamics slash Tomb Raider. Mm, Crystal. I D. mean, not not Crystal D. It wasn't that. Uh, Micro- Microsoft. Microsoft's fault. Like, I feel so bad for Crystal D. Crystal Dynamics. I keep saying Crystal D. Uh, right now, Light. Lord Craft <laughs> is just fading away into the distance already. Right? I mean, that game deserves so much more because it's so good. That's a really, or- really good game. It's a fantastic game. That I, I wish more people could have played it right when it came out. Did you, uh, do you, have, you played the game? Oh, yeah. I is, there, is there spooky stuff at the end? Um... This time they kind of keep the supernatural stuff throughout the entire game. Oh, okay. But but like they always make they make mention of the up the supernatural stuff. It's coming. It's coming. Then at a certain point, you meet undying quote warriors who who they die. Just burn them. Burn them with fire. They die. Or shoot, oh, or shoot them a bunch and they'll die. Like okay. Well, see, I was just wondering because. Like my when I because I loved their first one and yeah I was I I loved it and then the spooky stuff came in and I was like oh man they yeah. do this and then you're and there's this 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 like uh, this Jap- Japanese lady is trying to like zap you and you're just like <laughs> Whoa! oh and then it's like it's like. Uh, <laughs> The ending is kind of like uh, X Men Three when Wolverine's going through all that mess in order to stab Jean Grey. Yeah. Uh, or excuse me, the Phoenix. And the, yeah. except it's Lord Craft trying to shoot uh, a zombie Japanese woman in the face with two uh, handguns. Yep. So uh, I didn't want that, but I guess I get it. Yeah, you're they're, they're 
unfortunately for Tomb Raider, there's always going to be a supernatural thing because that's just what Tomb Raider is. Um, I'm just saying Uncharted, they, on the third one, they were just like, what trick? Yeah, we didn't actually do that. But there were demons. There were demons in that game. They no, they tricked you. It's because you're hallucinating. You're just like they weren't all uh, yeah. Night Rider. You yeah, you're I mean? you're you're hallucinating demons, but there's still demons in the game. You're right, hallucinating actually. them. It's a hallucination, but there are demons. Okay, it got kind of spooky at the end. All right, I'll give you that. And the whole the whole point of that game was to get uh, the the Fountain of Youth. That's like it, which the, it's real. True. Which wasn't true. It was just that it was like a poison well because of copper or something. And yeah. it's like, well, our bad. And there's just a crazy woman who's just like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> either way, spooky stuff don't always have to be with Indiana Jones stuff. It's true. Yeah, it's true. Like, it's most... just that I was having such a great time when yeah. it was grounded. And then suddenly uh, spooky stuff happened. And I was like, oh, no. No, I mean, like, with Rise of the Tomb Raider, you know, you have a great time. You're doing all these, you know, the archaeology things. Actually, let me just say this. Laura Croft is the worst archaeologist <laughs> in the world because <laughs> she breaks so many things. Mm. Throughout... Indiana Jones would be very upset with her. It belongs Yo. in a museum. Oh, God, yeah. She breaks everything and then touches them with her bare hands. Oh, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's contaminating the site. Yep. Yep, 100%. And then, uh, uh, ooh, I... I was going to say something, but I don't remember anymore. It was about I heard Tomb the Raider. Thing, I heard the thing where she learns a new language just by looking at a tablet for a couple seconds and like, I got it. Yeah. If you, if you read, if you read, uh, some, some, some things, you learn Russian, Greek, Mongolian, uh, magic. Yeah. It's okay. Ja Rule murder. Oh, I can understand what you're saying. Oh, I remember what I was going to talk about, uh, in, in Rise of the Tomb Raider, you basically meet Jesus. That's all I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> uh, we're going to have to talk after this. <laughs> uh, so Fallout patch stuff. So uh, a patch came out for Fallout. And it fixed a bunch of things that that game really needs a lot of fixing. Uh, fixed a bunch of glitches and bugs and stuff. But it had one big drawback. And that was that it kind of messed up all the mods so you can't really have mods all that much well they they managed to fix it thankfully um so this was like on accident it was on accident it, where they it, broke mod support you don't know if it's on accident or not i guess basically what happened is first there was the normal mod breaking stuff i mean anything that like swapped out textures and whatnot that was of course going to be broken because everything got moved around but yeah uh before as long as you didn't open up the options in the launcher, your mods would be fine. If you open up the mo- options, it would reset like all of your files, and that's not good. But yeah. for whatever reason, with the launch, with the the patch, launching the game period would reset all your stuff. So they were just kind of like, "No, no mods yet. You didn't use our tools or something." So, <laughs> but you know. Thankfully, modders very quickly figured out how to uh, disable that. And, and they modded it. <laughs> yep, they modded it. <laughs> so, but it was it was a strange move on Bethesda's part to yeah, you know, change that function so much. Uh, so, real quickly, I know I know we're not really talking about this, but speaking of mods, I can't wait for XCOM two for people to mod those soldiers to look like. Uh, Star Wars people, or and or <laughs> Halo people, and or yep. anything I want. 
Yeah, it's supposedly getting a lot of uh, mod support. I was reading, I think PC Gamer said it's getting 26 gigabytes of assets for modern semester. (laughs) So they definitely want to to be fiddled with. So yeah, modern community. This is Sergio calling out to you. Please make my goddamn Star Wars mod. I will really <laughs> love you a lot, and I know that uh, you're much better at me than at most everything in computers. So, there you go. The mod I'm waiting for for Fallout is the, is the you know Warhammer like Space Marine mod. Or oh just, God, yeah, that's coming. That, that'd be <laughs> the really army. Cool. I'm yeah. the armor. Shoot, that's coming. Yeah, you know, just show up in like you know a giant can, ship or something, and they can make like, the wasteland. Like, yeah, they can make a Buzz Lightyear mod. They can yeah. definitely make that. Like, I, I don't know if this is already a thing yet, but is there a mod that turns all synths into droids from Star Wars and then ma- and then just replaces all the uh, laser gun sounds with blasters? Jordan, that, you're a goddamn changes, genius. There's not one but, that changes the models into it, but there are a lot of uh, sound mods, including one that changes all laser sounds into pew, pew, pew. Yeah, I saw that. It looked awesome. <laughs> It was a, it's a super serious trailer for that yeah. one, and then suddenly it's just like pew 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 pew. pew. <laughs> Though honestly, the one mod I really do want for uh, consoles though is for the mysterious stranger to uh, pop out, and it's always just a John Cena walkout. Like that's, mm-hmm. I want that and so. John Cena. Mysterious stranger is the best. <laughs> I, I like the one where that song also pops up when you're shooting all the nukes out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. John Cena. Or, or the, when the John Cena song plays whenever you level up. Mm-hmm. Just, <laughs> it's so good. I don't understand why John Cena stuff got so funny this year. <laughs> but it but, is. But I accept it. I accept it. Uh... Another thing that I'm just accepting is that the Final Fantasy VII Remake is going to be a multi-part series. I accept that. I'm totally fine with it, you know? Uh, I feel like, am I, am, I, am I the biggest Final Fantasy VII fan here? I would say yes. Yeah, I freaking love Final Fantasy VII. Actually, let me think about this. I bought Final Fantasy VII four times. Think that Once on- for itself? Yeah, once on the original PlayStation, again on PSN, and actually no, three times. So I bought it once, got the physical copy, bought it again on my PS3, and I could play that on my Vita, and I played it on my PSP, and I bought it again for PS4, and it came with a really nice uh, uh, PS4 theme. It was great. Uh, I I love Final Fantasy VII. It's one of my all-time favorite games. Me too. it's my, it's my second favorite RPG of all time. Did you Chrono know that being was, the first. Final Fantasy VII was the first RPG I, re- I ever played. JRPG. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm like, like, I was really scared of getting into JRPGs because they were so complex and all that stuff. Yeah. And then my buddy, who happened to have the physical copy of Final Fantasy VII, was like, play this. And, you know, by then the 360 was out and all that stuff, so everything was nicer, right? And then, yeah. uh, and so Final Fantasy hasn't aged well graphically. But and I was like, oh man, this looks kind of gross. But then I kept playing. I was like, this is fucking rad. And then yeah. at that point, I realized this is kind of like Pokemon. I could get used to this. I, I know it's in. It's kind of like Pokemon in the sense that you know, there's you have people, you have people you level up, you get skills. That's about it. Yeah. But I didn't really know what JPRPGs were. So then I fell in love with JRPGs, and now I like them. Yeah. And I continue. 
I mean, I mean, Pokemon is basically baby's first uh, uh, JRPG, and that's that's not that's not an insult. That's just what it is. You it know, is, it's, it's, yeah. It's a very, very basic JRPG. That's, that it was. It, Pokemon let me understand uh, Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Uh, actually, my my story with Final Fantasy VII is that when I first got my PlayStation. Well, we and my brother got our PlayStation. We didn't have any games for it, so we just had this one demo disc, which was a SquareSoft <laughs> demo disc. I know where this is going. And on that disc, there's only two playable demos. One was Bushido Blade, which is a fantastic game, and the other was the opening portion of Final Fantasy VII. And uh, my brother loved Bushido Blade. He played that all the time. But then I was like, what's this Final Fantasy VII thing? And I played it. And I beat it, and I was like, this is great. And I played it again, and I played it again, and again, and again. Like, I played it, like, maybe 20 times. My brother's like, why are you playing this? Mm-hmm. Then he played it, and he's like, we gotta get this game. <laughs> so we got the game, and then it was it was great. Yeah. I, lo- I I love that game oh, man. a lot. Um, when, I, when I finally got Knights of the Realm, uh, <laughs> I was just like, oh, my fucking God. Yeah. Every, t- every single time that cinematic popped up, I would never skip it, because it was just so goddamn awesome. Yeah. And then... Besides that, the struggle was real, getting that black chocobo. Yes. Struggle was real. And then it was a lot worse trying to get the gold one. <laughs> yeah. I Shoot, my I played a total of like 58 hours in that game, and I'm sure yeah. like 30 of those hours were trying to get that chocobo. Yeah. like I, A lot of people don't know this, but Final Fantasy VII is really just a 30-hour game. Like, it's, Yeah, like, short. Yeah, it's by by today's standards, it's really short. Yeah, but back a lot then, of it was whoo! just exploration and figuring yeah. it out. I put I put ninety nine hours onto uh, one of my saves. Um, but anyway, back to the issue at hand. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake is going to be a multi part series. So I was in the theater at PSX when they showed the new trailer for Final Fantasy VII. I was not expecting that there, like. I would have put money down that I, we were not going to see anything for Final Fantasy VII Remake. And the but fact it was that there. there was gameplay, that's crazy. Oh my god. That was... I, I was losing my mind. I was not expecting this to like two more years. Like maybe yeah. maybe like a weird trailer. Yeah. But um, yeah, so after, after PSX it came out that yes, the remake is going to be a multi-part series. Episodic as people like to say. Um... Not now, episodic in the way of, of Telltale games. Yes. Not episodic in that way. So, of course, this makes people really apprehensive. They're like, oh, so I'm going to have to pay for the... I have to pay $60 for the game like four or five times before I get the full game? We don't know. I, no one knows what the pricing is going to be like. I feel like that's not what's going to happen, but yeah. it, it very well might be like that. Yeah. And here's, um, the, here's the thing, too, is that... All right, so they said that there's a um, that they're going to be like as big as full games, um, yeah, each. So when they, when I hear the word full games, I it's because of the nature of Final Fantasy VII, I'm expecting uh, it to be uh, like it, a, a full fledged RPG game because yeah. that's what that if that's what they mean because that's what it is, yeah. Um, uh, so if that's true, then it's probably going to end up like, you know, 10, 10, 2, and uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, 13, 13, 2, Lightning Returns. <laughs> Something like that. Cloud Returns, Final Fantasy Cloud Returns. 7, 3. Well, technically, that would be right because there's a portion where Cloud's gone. That's literally, yeah. yeah. That would, 
that's what and, that's what disc three is. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like I see, once they said that, I in my head I was like, oh, perfect. I know exactly where they're gonna split it up. Yeah, um, same here. When he falls into the live stream, and then no one knows where he's at, where he at, where he's at for a while, and then Sid takes over for a bit of time. Yeah. Um, and then and that uh, so right when he falls away, that's and uh, Sephiroth comes out. That's where you end the first part and at a downer. Uh, uh, then you start again. Then you end again when he comes back, and then the last por- portion is the journey to save the world. Or you could do it locational based. But there's, I feel like yeah. there's a few um, story beats where you can uh, end each section. And what, what, what? I hope they do it like the second one is, uh, you know, return. Uh, excuse me, like they do at Star Wars, where the second one is the end of the second one is like the darkest one. Yeah. I was thinking maybe they'd do something more like they do it based off of Genova. So the first section is Midgar to when you fight Genova birth on the ship to um, out of Junin. And then after you get to Costa del Sol, you play from there to to when um, you lose Cloud. That is when you fight. Oh, actually, no. Genova life is when. Oh, no. The first section should be. It's just do it by the discs. You end you end the first section at the Temple of the Ancients, right? And then no. Okay, sorry. I'm, I'm, it's all all these theories going through my head. Get Back your to what I together, said. man. So Midgar to Genova Birth, right? Then after you get to Costa del Sol, it's from there till um, the Temple of the Ancients, and then when you get into the um, the Forgotten Ruins. Mm-hmm. So the second part ends. With Sephiroth killing Aerith. And then the third part is when you lose Cloud, get Cloud back, go and kill Sephiroth. Because <laughs> mm. I feel like that the, the Aerith dying has to be one of the end points. Yeah, it's it has to like, be. That's, oh, that's going to be a thing. Uh, it's, God, I, it, that's right. It's, it'll be, a, it'll be a, a kind of a bummer, but it'll be good. Oh, yeah. 100% a bummer. How do you feel about the uh, the combat? I'm. I was expecting it. I was like, expecting it also. The second I saw Final Fantasy XV's uh, um, attack uh, combat system, I was like, okay, this is how Final Fantasy is going to be from here on out. Then we saw remake is coming. I was like, they're going to change the, the <laughs> battle system to be like that. There's no way they're not going to do that. Yeah. Like, because it wouldn't make sense. Yeah, they said the time gauge is still involved somehow, but not like, you know, it's not the way it used to be, but it's somehow involved. Yeah, there's still the ATB involved, but like, I I expected them to do this because it wouldn't make sense in 20-whenever to have a active time battle system or turn-based combat system, you know? It wouldn't it wouldn't make sense. It would, it, it would feel too different, and... The way that they're making the the remake is for broad appeal, like for people like like me, for Sergio, my brother, we would totally be fine turn based combat. That's that's what we grew up with. Totally fine with it. But the kids who did not grow up with that, they will not stand for that. You know, <laughs> it's just that's just the world we live in. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm fine with the with the battle system being more like Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy 15. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I thought it was gonna be, regardless. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think I think it's uh, I think it's good just because you know I mean kids the kids these kids nowadays have no patience for JRPGs. <laughs> yeah, 
like hardcore Although, JRPGs. The the one the one thing I really am wondering, wondering about though, like when I saw the the combat system, I was like, two thoughts. One, how is a forex cut material going to work, and how is slash all material going to work? That's like the only two things I thought of. Because if you uh, in the game, if you get slash all material, basically that character can hit every every enemy that you're fighting fighting against at once. So I don't know how that would work in that kind of battle system. And then forex cut is just your character attacks four times uh, against random enemies. So I don't know how that's going to work in that kind of battle system. That was, that was like the two things I was really wondering. Um, yeah, do we, do we have any, any other uh, stuff about the remake? Because I can talk forever about no, yeah. that game. I, I think I think a lot of people are, I've, I've so far that I've read have been kind of down on the idea of it being split up into three parts. But yeah. they did say they're going to be adding a lot to it. And yeah. um, so that makes me excited. Another thing that makes me excited is that I'll be able to play it sooner. R- r- yes. Rather than yeah. have the ten year wait, you know what I mean. That's exactly what I was gonna say. It was like either they break it up and we get we get the game in, in portions, or we do not see that game until like twenty twenty. Like there's <laughs> like think about it. How long has Final Fantasy fifteen been in development for? Uh, let me see. I am twenty six. Uh, twenty five years. <laughs> <laughs> it's been like ten years now that. 15's been in development 10 years all right and that game's supposed to supposed was supposed to come out this year but now it's coming out next year apparently that's as long as a child being birthed into the world and now being 10 years old able to play Final Fantasy 15 yeah and then Kingdom Hearts 3 um has been in development for not as long it's been like six years I think yeah and I I like, think it's gonna come out next year it's coming out in 2017. I'm pretty I, sure it's coming out in 2017. I feel like it's going to come out next year. Late. I hope so. That'd be great. I would love that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, they said they're making headway, and that's, that's, I, feel like, I, feel like, I feel it coming. I feel yeah. it coming. If I'm not, yeah. I'm going to punch someone. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, if the game was not broken up, we would not see it for yeah. years and years and years. And anyway, and, with uh, Final Fantasy VII's combat system... I mean, that's the combat system everyone kind of, whether they admit it or not, that's a, that's what they kind of wanted. I mean, yeah. with Advent Children, right? That's oh. that's what they wanted. But, you know, they had what they had. And, realist, you know, this is the closest way you're going to get that experience. Yeah. And then final thought on this, um, if you really want to keep the turn-based battle system and all that stuff, go download... Final Fantasy VII on, P- on your PS4 right now. Mm-hmm. Do it. Yeah, it's it's the best version of the game. It's just do that. I, look, <laughs> even though it's it's uh, it's so many years old and the graphics are pretty bad in comparison because you know they only oh, yeah. had so many polygons. Um, it's still an engrossing game. It's still really great. Uh, I mean, the story gets a little banana crazy, but by that time you, it gets to that point, you don't even care because it's so good. And then yeah. you're invested in each of these characters. I think that's the greatest strength. It's just that the characters are so strong that even when it kind of goes off the rails and you're just like, what's happening? Why is this happening? So he's not a double, but he's not a clone. What? I don't even know. And you're just like, it doesn't matter. I'm invested now. Going to yeah. get revenge off of Aerith. And, and honestly, the one thing I really do want is for the game to portray Cloud correctly. Because I have Advent Children. I love Advent Children, but... That was not Cloud. 
That was not Cloud in that movie at all. Yeah. He doesn't turn into that Cloud to the end of Final Fantasy VII. But even so, he's he's not even like that. Mm-hmm. Right before you fight Sephiroth, everyone's all gathered around. They're about to go. You know what Cloud says? All right, guys, let's mosey. And then Sid's like, bro, we're about to do this thing. Can you please sound like a leader for once? Oh. So Cloud's like, all right, let's move out. And they're like, yeah, okay, finally, let's do this. Uh, other thing we didn't get to talk about real quick is that the most important scene of the game is going to yes. still be in it. Yes, it is. The yes, it is. Scene. Yes, it is. <laughs> I have no... I'm so- I have I'm so no, excited for that. Not no part of my brain can understand how they're gonna do it. Oh, um, I know. And I know how, how they're gonna do it. Maybe I. You know, this is gonna be wonderful. Even when I was playing, I'm like, "What is going on?" This is those. That's one of the parts where it kind of goes banana crazy, and it's just like you're lucky that you have so little polygons because that's why he didn't know you weren't a guy. Yep. Otherwise, if he had more polygons, he'd be like, "Whoa, that's a guy." But, but even Barrett, uh, Barrett cross dressed, and he and and he was, he he's a he's a man like a man with a gun for an arm, yep, <laughs> which is like which is symbolism for his dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll have I'm calling this right now. In the cross dressing scene, Cloud's gonna come out. It's going to be briefly. He's going to come out. He's going to look exactly like lightning. He's going to be lightning <laughs> for like lightning. For, for like three seconds. He's like, nope, this is dumb. Nope, I don't want to do this. But then he, get, he gets a different wig and stuff. Like, Yes, that's what they have to do. They have to do <laughs> that. If they don't do that, I'm going to be upset. Yeah, same here. They made... Because <laughs> that would be way too light- funny. Exactly. They made lightning based off of Cloud. They wanted to make yep. a female version. And plus, yep. lightning comes from clouds. Oh, it technically <laughs> yeah. comes from the ground, but who's arguing science? Anyway. It goes <laughs> into clouds. It, it hands, lightning and clouds go hand in hand. So, uh, there you go. Yeah. All right. Let's set it up on Fancy 7. We can talk about that forever, but yeah, let's move on. Forever. Uh, Uncharted 4 is getting dialogue options. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I'm really wondering about this because I... Because from the looks of... At PSX, we saw a trailer for, for Uncharted 4, at Thief's End. Uh, and at a certain point, uh, uh, Nate is talking to his brother, and you have the option to basically summarize one of the three games. I feel like that is not going to... It doesn't change anything yeah. about the game. It's just like, oh, yeah, man, Eldorado, it's real. Or, oh, yeah, I was in a train. I got shot, <laughs> and I had to climb out of it. Or, like... Or three. Yeah, I thought Sully died, but he wasn't really dead. Sorry, spoilers. But <laughs> <laughs> Well, you can't... Isn't this not really spoilers? Because he's in one of the things they showed. Yeah, that's true. Unless that he's is... a figment of Nate's imagination. Oh, and that's why Elena looks so concerned. When M. Night Shyamalan! <laughs> Too spooky. Um, but yeah, like... I, I don't imagine there's going to be a lot of dialogue options yeah. in Uncharted because Uncharted is at its core a very linear game, and that's what it's good at. Mm. So I don't believe there's going to be any branching things happening here and I there. Know. I think I heard you. I think it's just going to be Trogan at the end. That's I well, that's what I heard as well, and I'm I'm really into that because Rex was my favorite uh, character in Mass Effect. I just wanted to bone him so hard, but um, I don't think. We, <laughs> 
Only certain types of bestiality is in, is allowed, and that's with uh, Garrus. Garrus. Only oh, Garrus. Man. He's the man. He's my wife. Oh, man, that part where you bond with him just by shooting guns, that's so great. That's as, that's as American as you can get in space. I should probably say husbando. Anyway. <laughs> Dialogue options in Uncharted, probably. Who knows? Yeah, I think that it's really going to be storytelling. It's not going to affect the storyline. It's just for storytelling purposes. It's going to be... And it's going to be... And I think it's going to be used like how they used it in that trailer. Where it's going to be... Yeah. Uh, it's going to be nice, cute things and how you make things feel a little bit deeper and important. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's going to be good. Unless at the end of the game you have to say goodbye to somebody who's obviously going to die. <laughs> Someone's, someone is dying in that game, and that's going to be one of the dialogue options. Like, how are you going to say goodbye? Yeah. Um, so, so, you it, know, Sully's, only, Sully's old now. It's about his time. I feel like it's not going to be Sully. It's going to be his brother. Like, his brother's going to die. Like, for real. I can see that, yeah. I Either that, that or he, he... They're probably going to use one of the things from, uh, from the previous games to bring him back to life. That purple juice... Oh, the purple juice. They mm-hmm. bring it back. Like that one... Whatever happened to that one dude who ran down a... a, a, a uh, ran... Turned a corner and then just disappeared into thin air. That's just... No, that, that's just... On. That was just his... He was already high at that point. Yeah. Uh, um, okay, let's... Let's for a second here stop talking about PlayStation stuff. Let's go on to Xbox One. Because Xbox One gamers, you are going to get ARK Survival Evolved on December 16th. Woo. That is a really good game. It is a good game. Is it? Or so I've heard. Is it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that that's the game. It's a survival game where you get to raise dinosaurs and ride them, and, and they'll, they'll be your, your companion buddies. I need a mod for that, that you look like Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> you can make very strange-looking characters, so you might be able to make Jeff Goldblum. So, that sounds Life, fantastic. Life uh, 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 finds a way. You can build a platform... On a brontosaurus's back and put cannons on it. That's exactly what I want to hear. That's that's what other way can a Cody, brontosaurus I live? I need you to keep talking about this game. Tell you me can why. Put a platform on the back of a giant pterodactyl there and put go. cannons on it and fly around. <laughs> that's what I care about. Those are the things that should be in Halo and in Call of Duty. Absolutely. I, I remember I was watching the videos of of Dodger a uh, Dodger playing Ark, and she just had a dodo farm. Yep. <laughs> she she collected so many dodos and made a little farm for them. That's it cool. was funny. I think they added like a, a giant dodo like mon, mon like boss monster. Yeah. <laughs> they have giant gorillas. They have monkeys that will throw their shit at you. Oh nice. Jesus. <laughs> They sit yeah, on your shoulder and they throw poop at people. I really want to play Ark because it looks like a lot of fun. Uh, ran, ran, uh, unrelated, I was looking at my Steam library the other day mm-hmm. and I had a game called AR-K. And I was like, oh, I have Ark? Oh, man, let me, <laughs> let me, let me, let me take a look at this. It's not. It wasn't Ark, guys. <laughs> I, got, I got really mad. I don't know. I don't know where that game came from. Probably Humble Bundle. I don't know. But... Not that game was. It wasn't Ark though. I was, I was, I was, I was really sad that day. You know. Uh, what, but yes, Ark yeah. Survival Evolved. You know what? Play with dinosaurs. Make, you know what doesn't make me sad. What is the they might yeah. have shelved Star Wars thirteen thirteen. I like what you're saying. Oh my gosh! Yes. 
uh, that game was supposed to come out what two years ago? Yeah. Oh man, remember that demo thing they made? That was a good demo. Oh man, that looked good. It's Uncharted in space, and that's what I yeah. wanted. And you're probably going to be Boba Fett. I mean, any Amy Hennig is still working on something uh, with with Visceral well, and uh, and and uh, Jade Raymond. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thirteen thirteen was canceled. Yes. yes. Along yes. with the show that LucasArts was apparently working on. Yes. And of course, both of them were, uh, you know, darker, grittier look at things. Uh, you know. Yeah. Thirteen thirteen was aiming for an M rating. Ooh. So. That was probably why they were both canceled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Disney, them, Disney was, I think, a little going, hey, uh, yeah. we don't really do mature things like that. They're but probably just yeah. apparently Whoa. they're thinking about bringing them back. Maybe not as gritty. One can hope, though. I feel like yeah. now... If they reach, uh, like, Uncharted level, I'm fine. Because un- yeah. un- Uncharted fu- yeah. is, like, it's intense, but it's not, like, you know... It's fun. I mean, it's Star Wars. It'll, it'll just be nothing but bloodless violence, and I'm fine with yeah. that. <laughs> it's not. It's not Tomb Raider where you get a pipe through your face. Oh God. Yeah, but I mean, you're you're freaking Boba Fett. Come on. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he has a flamethrower. People should be on fire. Yeah. So yeah, I, I I I love I love the the theory that uh, Boba Fett is not you know the kid that we saw in the prequels. It was just. Someone who killed that kid and then just took up the name of Boba Fett. Uh, do, you, do you hear the new rumor? Is that uh, is that Michael B. Jordan might is auditioning for Boba Fett? Oh God, please! Yes, I want that so bad. You guys should watch Creed. That's a fantastic movie. Michael B. Jordan is is a is a, is a god amongst men. You should also listen to that song um, uh, from Childish Gambino. Uh, it's super dope. Uh, waiting for my moment. Mm-hmm. Wait, waiting for my, wait. What are you shaking your head about, Cody? He doesn't like Creed or Michael B. Jordan or uh, black people. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Hey, I'll have you know That's why I have was... one black friend and he's in here with I, me. I know, and you refuse to touch him, and that's why we do it through the internet. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Hey, guys. Hey, audience people. I'm just kidding. I'm a liar. I want you to know I'm a liar. I'm a we liar. Fun here. Cody's a fine we're, man. He re- we're, we're he's just, respectable. He has a just wife, goofing. two children. He is a good individual. Shit, where'd they go? I don't. Some know. of those things aren't true. <laughs> Let's. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I killed them. It's like that. It's like the exploder trailer from Grand Theft Auto Vice Vice City, where you have to do it for to have your wife and children. But I'm not married. You are now to yeah. America. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's why. That's why those alternate reality games were. America's been taken over by Nazis always work because you need to save your wife. America. America. <laughs> but yes, uh, Star Wars 1313 is being looked at. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Nope. I, I made a disc- I yelled out that you're a fine man. Okay? You're good. You're fantastic. As, as the representative of black people for this podcast. <laughs> and as the representative of Mexican people... He's all right by us. Yeah. Here, I'm going to go put that on my LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> right underneath podcast. Uh, I've been officially endorsed by both Mexicans and blacks. <laughs> oh, oh, and us. And, uh, we, the black and, delegation. And, and, Australians. Yeah, and Australians who are in uh, former inmates. 
<laughs> okay. Our audience speaking, is slowly dwindling. <laughs> speaking jeez. Oh, speaking of somebody who is basically an inmate. Somebody, baby. During the Game Awards, uh, Jeff Keighley told everyone that basically Hideo Kojima was supposed to you know, be in, in attendance to accept his award for Metal Gear Solid V The Phantom Pain, but he couldn't because a Konami uh, lawyer informed him that he is not allowed to do that. So, of course, um, this was greeted with lots of boos from the crowd because Konami is the worst. And it's even gotten to the point where um, uh, one, of X, uh, one of Square Enix's uh, ex-CEOs, president, whatever, was like, this is just cruel. That's bad for business how they're treating Kojima. How, how, how dare they do that? And it just goes to show that Konami is an awful, awful company. It's just... There's just no no getting away from that right now. I'm glad that he said that on the air. Cause yeah. Because it's, like, it's, you know, he's calling out their crap, you know, that they're doing. Look, we don't know how much of a crazy person Kojima is. We don't know how yes. much of... No, uh, we don't. We kind of know how crazy of a person he is. We kind of know that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Look, we what we see is the surface. All right, we don't know how crazy or maybe how demanding is, but what we do know, it's still kind of crappy how he's being treated. The, yeah. Whichever way you look at it, and the way they're approaching it. I mean, sh- what, he may have been just like an insane person saying, "I want camels to 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 make all my things, but I want to sit on them. I want a cyborg cyborg babies for my printers." While I make this video game, we don't know that, but we do know is that he makes great video games that always do well, uh, and uh, and that are just super fun, and and they're the most profitable thing that they've been able to do in the gaming market, and uh, and anyway, they're just treating him super bad. I don't like yep. it. Awesome. I'm hold on. I'm gonna be a Jedi. Just give me a second. Uh, Sergio is taking a selfie right now. That's what he wants a second for. I think it's Snapchat, where you can put a filter on your face and make yourself look... Yep, he's a Jedi. He's a Jedi. Oh, snap. And he has Yoda on his back. This is the things that I want. He he wants to be a Jedi with Yoda on his back. Uh, but yeah, it's it's really... It's just gross. Yeah. What, what, what's been... What, what Konami's been doing to Kojima. Just everything that's been happening to Kojima is just really... It's weird. It's, it's, it's a really weird thing. It's, <laughs> like, it's bizarre how they're tr- how uh, how they're just approaching it in general. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, it's December. Uh, uh, Kojima's contract is up sometime this month, so probably sometime in the coming months or so, coming weeks or so, we're gonna start hearing something from Kojima finally. Fingers crossed, but yeah, like uh, Jeff Keighley called out uh, Konami, and everyone's like, "Yeah, woo, f Konami!" Uh, Sergio got dropped from the call, but they're like, "Yeah, f Konami!" See, see, I mentioned Konami, and Sergio's like, "I can't take this anymore," and he just left. <laughs> that's the thing that's really unfortunate too is that you know he Kojima was a really big supporter of the Game Awards. Yeah, you know he he Jeff Keighley went and tweeted. Uh, that you know, the night of the awards about how he felt about Kojima not being allowed to come, yeah. And I guess you know he he was a major voice lending support to Keeley in getting that going. 
So yeah, it, it's really sucks that he wasn't allowed to go to the second one. So seriously, it's it's just a really just messed up situation and, and completely unprofessional yeah. for such a large company, especially. I, I just can't understand how they think that that's okay. You know, yeah. as someone in public relations, I see that and I'm just like, how is the, the PR guy must be having a stroke. <laughs> I don't think they have a PR guy <laughs> maybe anymore that's at this it. point. Maybe they don't. And I'm just like, good Lord, what are you doing? Yeah. Do right. You want everyone to hate you. <laughs> it's like, at this point, it feels like that's exactly what they want. Yeah. Like, just, just let the hate flow. <laughs> It, it's like it's like they heard, you know, there's no such thing as bad press, and they're like, well, it doesn't matter what we do, people are going to love us anyway. Right. <laughs> no, no! That's not how it works. There is bad press. You are you are the poster children for bad press. <laughs> much, yeah. It's, oh, man, like, they, I mean, they did this to, to, to Iga, you know, the guy who created Castlevania, they did the same thing to him. Like, so this is not a new practice that Konami decided to take up. This is something that they've been doing. Uh, that, that's why well, a few months ago when we got those reports about people who used to work at uh, Konami, and it's like, yeah, sometimes when they didn't like somebody, they just demoted them and made them clean toilets. And, you know, it's like, what what company <laughs> does that? <laughs> yeah, that's that's a thing that Konami does. Well, like, I, to be fair, I, I've read that that's a thing that Japanese companies tend to do where you don't fire people, it's just you kind of give them positions that try and make them leave. Just crappier and crappier yeah. jobs until they're, and, they're and just like, There's nope. some people, though, who, like, there's legitimately people I, I read about who just stay there and they're like, screw it. I'll take the job with no work and they still get a paycheck and they're just like, I just show up once a week and they still, for whatever reason, they won't fire that person, so. Yeah. It's just like, hell yeah, what up? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, if they're not going to fire you, but as well. Yeah, so. But, oh, man. I, that that might have been one of the craziest moments from the, the Game Awards. Uh, yeah, which, geez. it was a relatively low-key event this year. Yeah. And mind you, we will talk about the Game Awards next week. We have, we're putting a thing together for that. So, don't worry about that, podcast listeners. Um I think it's, it's second only to the, the, the weird uh, Jade Raymond mixed up with, with uh, her story in Witcher 3. <laughs> that was like, that was also a really weird moment. Um, yeah, Sergio, how do you feel about this whole thing with Konami and Kojima? I think it's a bunch of flapjacks. Um, it don't make no sense. Why you want to do that? Why you want to make everything into Kinko machines? Kinko machines. Kinko machines. Pachinko. Pachinko. You shut your mouth. Don't talk about my mom that way. Uh, I say that it, what they do is banana pants. They should be nice. Everyone should be nice. Love, peace, world peace. Love that brother. Kiss him in the feet. Kiss him in the face, in the mouth. Whatever. Use tongue. If you use it not, you can always touch him in the ears. Do all the things that you feel good about, not the things that you feel bad about. Kojima just wants to be in the world, be an artist. Why don't you leave him be an artist? He's not an artist. When you keep him chained up to your lobby door, my mom's spaghetti, hot palms are sweaty. There you go. Preach. That's in general how I feel. It's it's that that what's happening over there is as crazy as the thing I just said. It'll make no sense, <laughs> and people are crying. Someone has a baby somewhere. Yep. 
Alright, man. So TLDR, Konami is bomb spaghetti. Yep. And, I didn't even get uh, the lyrics right on that. I'm, I'm infuriated <laughs> with myself. This is slightly unrelated, but uh, at, at PSX they had this giant chalkboard there, and people can like, it wasn't, it was a blackboard. People can like write on it and stuff. And someone put like really big hashtag, fuc Konami. <laughs> I like that. Yep, and then unfortunately, like one of the girls I was working, there, she's like, "Oh no!" She had to, like try to wipe wipe it off with like a <laughs> moist towel, but it just wasn't working. So this dude walked over and just like like wrote in "Rock Konami." So <laughs> <laughs> that was that was really funny. <laughs> um, so that's the news that we've collected thus far. Um, if we missed anything, it's, it's, it's been a really hectic week. You know, I, I was gone for, for days, uh, Weeks, years. It's been, it's been a long time. Sergio's been trapped mm-hmm. with schoolwork. Oh yeah. I've, I've got the, I'm fucking those guys real hard right now. My papers, my 15 page <laughs> papers, two of them at the same time, simultaneously. Um, Hey, do kids listen to this? I hope not. Uh, I'm, a, I'm okay I'm now because I'm a cause master. You were doing really good, and then I said shit, and I was like, "Oh, it's all downhill from here." I'm a master <laughs> yeah. student, all right. One of the pe- one of the new teachers that works at the school that I go to and work at knows about this podcast and has at least listened to one episode. <laughs> Oh God! Uh-huh. I Hopefully, won't... it wasn't deep in my balls. I, I, <laughs> when I that, that's to... a, that's a classic episode. Here's the thing: is when I talked to him about it, I even set, specified saying, "Listen, before you listen, all right, uh, I want you to listen to what I have to say. Now, listen to me. <laughs> the latest episode, just so you know, listen to me. Don't look away. The latest episode, I talk about." dicks and penises at least seven times within the span of 30 seconds that was a classic as well yeah yeah if you remember that episode oh my goodness all i know is that i told him that and i said you i'm not embarrassed about it i am me but just just full disclosure listen to me turn to me i'd talk about dicks for 30 seconds just so happens to be in it Maybe some racial epithets are just thrown around every once in a while. <laughs> it's because this guy, this guy teaches uh, digital humanities, and his classwork is on uh, video games. Um, and one one of the things he's teaching is Gone Home, which is cool. And oh, he's that's a fantastic! Game. But that's coming to PS4 and I think Xbox yeah. sometime. I don't know. But anyway, uh, yeah. So, uh, how about you tell him to play this podcast in his? classroom so we can get some more listeners yeah it would actually be pretty safe to play right (laughs) oh uh speaking of telling people about stuff i performed uh improv with a couple people in my group in front of a class at the school that i work at uh of 300 kids and they all enjoyed it that's good yeah um it got really weird at certain points some people screamed and i feel like in horror um, but <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. I'm not even kidding. So look, there's a difference between people going, "Oh shit, I can't believe that just happened." To <laughs> and when what when I did what I did, I know when I did what I did, a person 
sitting directly to my right, like just sitting, a poor student who obviously has religious beliefs and uh, like strong religious beliefs. Uh, not poor. I don't say poor like like oh they're bad because they have religious beliefs. I mean poor poor in the sense of like they have religious beliefs and I expose them to something that they don't like. I feel bad for it because their scream was a br- a blood curdling scream that only Mike Myers stabbing a man a woman in her bed at night would do, would would make. And I was shocked, but I thought it was hilarious, so I kept doing it a little bit. <laughs> That's but our Mike <laughs> Mike Myers, as in the actor from Austin Powers, Mike Myers or as in the Halloween movie. Okay, Michael Myers. His name's Mike. I'm just saying, <laughs> Michael is long form. I mean, I would probably scream about the same either way if either one showed up in my room in the middle of the night and stabbed me. But I'm just saying. Yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, take it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, no, I'd be, I'd be, and then he, he shows up as fat bastard. I'm like, hmm. But for everything else, I'd scream. He shows up as Shrek. <laughs> it's all over now. Oh, Don't care. Yeah, that was a, that was great. You're a little pun. <laughs> all right, I'm um, looking at the release list. There's not Stuff. Devil's Third. Devil's Third came out. Just That's pretty much, yeah. Uh, game of the year, right there. No, oh, Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, Assassin's Creed Syndicate Jack the Ripper DLC comes out on the fifteenth. Uh, Hotful Boyfriend Holiday Star Woo! on PC. King's Quest Chapter Two Rebel Without a Cause for everything comes out on the fifteenth. Ark for Xbox One comes out. Final Fantasy VI, the worst version. A Final Fantasy VI comes to PC. Why is, the it, why is it the worst version? It it uses like it's basically the iOS version. Okay. So it's the worst. Okay. I have to uh, take my, oh my god. Minecraft Wii U edition comes out on the seventeenth. This that really came like out of nowhere. Like and because if there's one thing I want in my life, it's a Wii U version of Minecraft. <laughs> right? Well, now Minecraft and Wii U is a very good console for children. It is, and it Minecraft is, is Minecraft <laughs> to children. So that, 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 that was a really nice subtle subtle diss right there. Yeah, so. <laughs> uh, Avery Attorney, Aviary Attorney, that your 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 bird lawyer, bird lawyer for Windows PC on Friday, and uh, the Street Fighter Five beta. Comes out again eight on the December eighteenth to the twentieth. That's for PC and PS4, both of them. I believe they go. They can fight each other. I Neat. I think so. That so lag though. Just, yeah. Uh. So yeah, it's a stress test. So they're trying to see how that works. <laughs> so that's that. That's the release list. Uh. What are you playing? What are you looking forward to? Sergio, let's start with you. Hey, the semester's over, so now I can play some video games. But I didn't give a fuck, so I played a bunch of Dark Souls last week. Um, Yeah, uh, I beat the DLC, which was uh, hard. Uh, Well, it wasn't too hard. Um, I didn't didn't have too much trouble, but it was really fun. It was really cool. I like it. Uh, Now I got to actually... I'm just like two bosses away from beating the game. I got to do that. Um... I got a PS4, uh, Destiny, and Bloodborne, and the DLC for Bloodborne. 
So that's going to happen pretty soon. Yeah, uh, I'm probably going to have to pick up the Taken King soon so we can do some do runs. Some party up. Yeah. Uh, add me. My name is Sourballs for you. Um, <laughs> it's just how it's spelled S O U R, then the number four, then ball. Oh, no. S O U R, then B A L L S, then the number four, then the letter U. Sourballs for you. It's true. That's a fantastic. I want name. you to know when I first made that, I wasn't thinking about testicles. I was actually thinking about sour, like candy. Like, like, like yeah, like uh, the, like the sour candy balls. Mm-hmm. Either way, I I think it's admirable when I play online on my PS3 and people say, "Hey balls, what's up? Hey sour, <laughs> so, you know, so you know, so balls. Hey balls, go over there, cover me balls." <laughs> it brings a smile to my face. <laughs> I'll be your balls anytime. I'm, I'm I'm covered by balls. Hey, hold up! I'm bringing my I'm taking I'm bringing balls with me to take to fight these people on this side. Quick, grab balls! Come with me. You got it. Why are ball, Why is balls lagging? Why are your balls lagging? Oh, he's over there. He's just not doing anything. Let's take Let's touch base with balls. Let's touch tips, Cody. What what are you playing? What are you looking forward to? Um, less of this, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting a little awkward. <laughs> no, no, I way. am uh, currently right now at the very at this very moment. I am playing uh, a little MMO called Skyforge. Mm, tell us about it. It's uh, you're, you're well. You're basically you're a god. <gasps> what? You can become a god. If you want to, uh, you're an immortal. Sounds like, like it's my like day a sci-fi life. slash fantasy MMO, and you're mm. basically like you're, you're one like everybody's a god or an you start out as immortal. You basically work your way up through the pantheon and then become a full god. And okay. uh, it's it's pretty neat. I've been really enjoying it so far. It looks very good. Uh, it's free to play, so I've been checking it out. And uh, yeah, I, I get to be a god. It's made by the. Uh, uh, God, I'm not going to pronounce it right. Uh, Alloads Online, the developers who made that. And, uh, it's, no it's, idea. I believe they're a Russian developer. And you can tell it's Russian oh. because uh, sometimes the chat and and descriptions will bug out. And it'll be all in, like, Cyrillic. And I'll be like, whoa, what the hell? <laughs> and it's Hello, that, my name see, is Vasily. Come to, to my shop where that. I have all these things for you to play with. I want you to understand that I heard it'll be all in Skrillex. Skrillex, exactly. My good friend Skrillex is here as well. <laughs> Do you have difficulty? Tell. Just come come over to my shop where I can make you Skyforge. <laughs> my forge is in the sky. That's what they, they call me. That's Skyforge. Mm-hmm. That just happened. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's you can definitely tell it's Russian because apparently um, the the all the water's made of vodka. <laughs> I'll, I'm trying to think the. It's not very PC, politically correct, and I'll say, um, apparently in Russia they don't really care if you're wearing clothes and things like that on female characters. So sounds like Russia. Yeah, it's a bit of a, a throwback to the older MMOs and whatnot, where things were, you know, hey. So that was one of the things yeah. I was very surprised with, very you know, very early on, uh, that some of the costumes are like it's not like hey. 
take off all your clothes like you're you're half naked type of thing like legitimately yeah. some of the st- one of the costumes from the main class is straight up a thong in like a bikini top I'm just yeah, like Russia okay so. welcome to Russia all the women are naked and there's no blacks <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it must be the money. And, Come and on, everybody. You know, that, with that actually works because most of the women in this game I've seen are naked, and I haven't seen any blacks. So. Oh, <laughs> damn. Sorry. I'm playing with this app, and I just looked at some of the things that I can put my face in. Oh, that's what he said. Uh, so I've been playing. So I haven't been playing a lot of stuff because I've been just writing a whole bunch of crap. Uh, I have, however, been... The one game I have played is Dead Star, which is a top-down, twin-stick uh, space shooter uh, MOBA, which is interesting. Um, I'm awful. I found out I'm awful at MOBAs. Uh, it's fun, though. I'm having a good time just trying to trying to learn how to fight people. But everyone's way, way better than me, so that I have, I have a lot, I have a lot, I have a lot to learn. And yeah, that's basically all I've been playing. Fallout Four, I played some Fallout Four today, so that was great. Shot a man in the face, and his head popped right off. Um, <laughs> How could you do that? <laughs> Fallout. You're they kept lining up. A but yeah, so that's all I've been doing. Uh, Look forward to all of my articles on pixelatedgeek.com. Please, please read them. I'll also be putting out videos for the stuff that I saw over there. You know, B-roll, talking over it, stuff like that. I do want to give a quick shout-out uh, to Warframe again as well. I've been hey, guess who downloaded Warframe again? You did? Burr, burr, burr. Yeah. A game, I want to give it a shout-out because it just had, uh, just over a week ago, the 18th update come out. And it kind of blew my effing mind. Um, <laughs> it was one of those things where it was like a big, it's a huge lore reveal. You finally figure out what you are, basically. Yeah. Uh, because until this point, like, nobody had any idea what the hell you were. You're just like this weird creature thing. <laughs> and, Walking around in a warframe. Yep, in, a, in a suit. Nobody had, nobody had any, any idea what's in the suit. What's in the box? What's in the suit? What's in the box? And so now you get to find out what's in the suit. And it was not what I was expecting at all. <laughs> and they, <laughs> they did their first like take at you know doing live cinematics and things like that. And yeah. the music to it was just like, oh my god, the the music is incredibly well done and very emotional, inducing. And I love these developers because they have such passion in what they do, wow. and also connection to the community. I guess. Uh, the day, I think the day or the day after the patch came out, uh, somebody on the Warframe subreddit made a really heartwarming post about, you know, my friend, we, we've lost one of the Tenno, one of our own type of thing because he yeah. died. And um, at the end of the community, because every, every week, every week they do two streams for like three hours with the community yeah. managers and then one with the developers. And at the end of the community managers one, they had a really out of nowhere nobody asked for it they didn't tell anybody they were doing it they had a tribute to him at oh, wow. the end of their stream and it was set to that music and everybody was just like I wasn't ready for these emotions God, no <laughs> <laughs> so 
yeah, I just I absolutely adore these developers. I absolutely adore the game. Just check so, it out. Yeah. yeah Literally to... right now yeah. on PC they're doing a two X experience event. So by the time you guys hear this it'll be over. But you know yeah. <laughs> for Jordan yeah. and Sergio if you get it on PC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I downloaded really it again. I remember back in the day when I uh when I was playing it uh, and I was I was really digging it. It's way different now. Oh yeah. Than it was. Yeah, I mean in the last like five or six major patches, they pretty much completely redid how melee weapons work, mm-hmm. completely redid yeah. the UI, how the movement worked, um, you know, a lot of the voices and things. And you know, I, watching these older videos, I'm just like, what the hell is this? This is nothing <laughs> yeah. like what I have now. Yeah, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm an old guard when it comes to that game, and I, and I stopped playing for a while, and it's, it's really cool to see what happened, you know? And it's yeah, free to play, but... so anybody can try it out. And I don't want that to scare anybody because it actually has probably the most fair free to play model that I've ever seen in the game. You know? Yeah, like I I played a few hours of it on PS4 and I never spent a dime on yeah, can, it. It was a lot of fun. You can literally buy anything in the game without having to buy platinum because you get tons of items from doing things that you can sell to other players. For platinum, so if, I mean, if you're one of those people who just like to play the game a lot, you could very easily, uh, you know, pay for in in a sense anything you want. You know, there's yeah. nothing that's really obscenely overpriced. There's no, it's not pay to win or anything like that. It, all in all, just I can't sing this game's praises enough. I've never, I, it's been a very long time since I played a game and played an experience like the quest that came with 18 that really just moved me and connected me to a community so much. So That's awesome. I yeah. Definitely you guys check check that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really cool. It's, it's one of those yeah, I'll tell you. When I really like a game, something I do is I look up where the studio is so I can think about I should move there. <laughs> and <Yeah. they're, laughs> and they're in London, Canada. I looked that up, and so <laughs> hmm, maybe give me some uh, Canadian citizenship. <laughs> du- dual citizenship. There's poutine up there. Exactly. It took me a while to figure out that poutine is a specific thing, uh, not the mispronunciation of protein. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Good night, everyone. <laughs>
Shane Carpenter is at Cartoonic21, and Jordan Pollock is at Jordan is a Bear. You're listening to PixelatedGeek.com.